And hello once again to Sassy Nation. On this really, really, really extreme rainy day here in New York, on this Tuesday, the 26th of October, the year 21. Okay. So yesterday I did like a special podcast that I released yesterday. I recorded most of it at MetLife Stadium on the field, which was so exciting. It was really great. It was really fun. The field was really fun. I had my best friend with me, so it was her first time there too, so it was really cool. So um, we were actually joking around, because, you know, we were joking around that we should just take pictures of us on the field and put it on dating apps and watch how many guys actually go into her inbox. And I was like, oh, can you do that? I was like, because I write books. And my book, by the way, that's out, Right now is Relationship Impossible, which is the um, follow-up to Hello, Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, by the way. So I said, oh, can you do that just for a test? So <laughs> we'll see. Um, but anyway, back to the matters at hand. So what is with you guys? Just, like, let me know something. Like, why do you get so intimidated by a woman who talks football? Why does that bother the shit out of you? Like, literally, you get your panties in a bunch. Well, girls can't know football. Girls can't talk football. Um, you know. Sorry, but not sorry. That just makes you look chauvinistic. And speaking of chauvinistic, to the guy on Instagram um, that went at me for supporting these women that are against him first of all i'm not supporting the women that are against him i don't even know the women but what i am telling you is there are 20 women 20 two zero that are claiming that they were sexually assaulted by deshaun watson um hello it's not like it's one where then it can be a he said, she said type thing. And it's a little harder to prove when it's one woman than when it's 20. And he is charged with criminal, criminal sexual assault. Criminal. Not just sexual harassment. Criminal sexual assault. Okay. So... And then this guy on Instagram, um, who, by the way, I'm very skeptical about because there's no, uh, there's no profile picture. The name is very weird. Um, like, I know when people create fake accounts. So what do you think you're going to get out of me? I, stupid. Anyway, but... Um, I, I'm not going to make, and then accused me of making up fake statistics that prove that women get raped every day, that women get sexually assaulted every day. Are you fucking kidding me? So I happily, happily gave him a website that he can go on and look at all the different statistics. And because one of them, and this, one of the statistics I think probably pissed him off was the fact that between two and 10% are false claims. Between two and ten, but it's the it's mostly around between three and four percent that are fake claims. 
And then yesterday, the guy who runs, I think, Panther Storm on Instagram was like, oh, well, this account, this uh, this case isn't active. Um, yes, it is. First of all, they're giving depositions for their civil suit right about now. They should be finished, I would hope, I would think, but who knows. And the prosecutors are awaiting for the investigation to be finished to get to, for them to get the information. So then they can, the grand jury is open. It's, it's a grand jury waiting. Um, hello, they picked people on the jury for the grand jury. It's an active case. That's why I think the NFL needs to step it up a little bit and just put him on the note he cannot on the, on the cannot playlist. He can't play. He shouldn't be allowed to play. Deshaun Watson should not be allowed to play until his legal issues are cleared up. If um, the NFL so much cares about women with domestic abuse and all this different stuff that they talk about, and remember, and then they have breast cancer awareness and all this kind of stuff about women, and they want to they want to seem as though they're more um, inclusive with women in their league then don't be so hypocritical of yourselves, NFL, Robert, Goodell, hello. Put him on the do not, he cannot playlist. He shouldn't be allowed to be traded. I think that, I think, first of all, I said yesterday, and I'll repeat myself, I think any team that trades for Deshaun Watson is fucking out of their minds. You are, you're taking a, the biggest gamble of your life that he's not going to be in jail. Okay. Because if he's charged with any of these counts, he can go to prison. He can't have prison time. Hello? So if you're going to give um, the Houston Texans three first-round picks, plus probably maybe a player or two, you're going to lose those players and those picks. They're not going to come back to you and go, oh, well, because now he's in prison, we're going to give you back your people. <laughs> we're going to give back your people and your picks. No, you lose it. I think it's the stupidest thing that you could possibly ever do for your franchise. And why would you want a guy like that on your team right now? And all that distraction. Do you think that the media is going to care about him throwing for 359 yards and three touchdowns? No! All they're going to ask him about is, um, did you really abuse those women? Did you really do what the women said? Did you do this? Did you do that? Where were you? That's all they're going to do. You're going to have a circus in your franchise. It's going to become a circus if you trade for him. Seriously. Seriously. And I'm going to tell Panther fans this. I'm also going to tell Giant fans this. Because your people are stupid. Okay? Alright. The greatest misconception in all of sports, okay, I just told this to some other guy, is that the quarterback is the most important member of a football team. The offensive line of a team is more important than the quarterback. Simply begins with the quarterback's necessity for an above average offensive line. Without an offensive line, it literally is impossible for any quarterback, regardless of talent, to gain even moderate success. The reason behind it is this is very simple. On average, on average, a quarterback needs approximately 4.5 seconds 
to complete a pass. For deeper passes or more complicated routes, a quarterback may even need more time releasing the ball. However, without an efficient offensive line, the quarterback will begin to be pressured within as little as 1.5 seconds. Hello, Zach Wilson. Hello, Sam Darnold. A lot of other quarterbacks I can think of at the top, up, up, top of my head, too. Hello, Daniel Jones. Hello, Justin Fields. Hello, Trevor Lawrence. No quarterback can ever succeed under such conditions. The Panthers don't need a new quarterback. They need to build up the O-line, plain and simple. If the Jets just fucking did that, they would have their franchise quarterback in Sam Darnold. But they have an incompetent GM. And let's rehash how incompetent he is. You could have re-signed Joe Flacco at the end of last year, you dweeb. You didn't have to trade for him. Now you just traded a draft pick for a, for a backup veteran quarterback that you could have freaking re-signed at the end of last year. Oh, no, but he is, like, so competent. Oh, my God. He just breeds he just breeds competence. Give me, give me a break. Oh, God, give me strength. It's just, it's maddening. It's maddening to see you guys not know anything. If you're a casual fan and you're just a fan of a team and their colors, fine. Then you shouldn't post anything on social media because you look stupid. But can fans be smarter? That's my question. Maybe that's like the ultimate question. Can football fans be smarter than they actually are? <laughs> they actually come off as stupid. Anyway. <sighs> so, yes. Oh, so I'll read some of my oh, lovely comments later from Instagram, by the way. So you can see what I have to go through on a daily basis. Um, all right, Monday Night Football last night. Yeah, boring. I'll get to that later. It was a boring. It was boring. Um, but let's do fantasy football first. Okay. So I know, like, 29% of leagues do not have Daniel Jones as their quarterback, and, and why would you? And I can tell you this. On the waiver wire for, for this week, Daniel Jones is going to be picked up. Now, am I telling you to pick him up? I mean, you know, he has a beat-up O-line. There's no Barkley. Limited receiving, but look at what the offensive coordinator did on Sunday. I mean, it's mind-boggling of how they used Daniel Strength's strengths, Daniel Jones's strengths. They used his strengths. I mean, yeah, yeah he jumped up and caught that ball. Um, I don't. I think that was luck that he caught that ball, and it was awesome. I was there in person to see it. It was awesome. But that's not one of his strengths. His one of the, his strengths is running. If you saw the first play, you know it was a it was a run play for him. 
I think he ran like 15 yards. I mean, he was running. He's a runner. I don't know about putting him in for fantasy, but he's available in 29% of leagues. He's facing Kansas City. So the defense has allowed... you know, rushing touchdowns. Their defense is not that great. I'm looking at trying to find their stats here, but I don't see them. Um, so I don't know. If you're desperate for a quarterback this week, put him in. If you want a different quarterback, you can also get Carson Wentz. Now, he's without, he's without Hilton. He's without Campbell. But he still put a good performance on Sunday night. I mean, he won. They won. They won thirty to nineteen on Sunday night against the Forty ers He's only thrown one interception all year, to eleven passing touchdowns. So he's won one interception to eleven touchdowns. He's definitely improved. Put him in instead of maybe Daniel Jones. Um, I would also keep if you did put Matt Ryan in for last week. I would still keep him for, in for this week. Okay. Qu- running backs. Mm, I mean, there's not many that many to really choose from. But, Ron, Ronald Jones on Tampa Bay. If you need a running back, like a second running back, or um, I would put him in. Also, I would give Boston Scott from Philadelphia a look. He's worth adding. Um, another one I would just throw out there would be probably yeah, I don't want him. Um, Friedman from Baltimore. Wide receivers. Mm-mm-mm. Now, here's a good one. Now, unfortunately for Thursday night's game, which is going to be a very it's a very anticipated game. I can't wait to watch Green Bay beat up on the Cardinals. And I still think, even though they're without Adams now, because he's got COVID, Alan Lazard now gets bumped up to the top of the list for the running back. I mean, for the wide receiver. He will have Aaron Rodgers will have to spread the ball around more. Um, Lazard saw a season high of six targets for sixty yards and a touchdown, and he snapped and he out snapped Adams fifty one to forty eight. Um, yeah, so so Aaron Rodgers has still thrown for nineteen touchdowns. Um, someone will get the targets. So, I'm betting it's going to be him. You're definitely going to see more of Alan Lazard, especially this week. Pick him up. Um, And then let's see another one. Now, Slayton for the Giants. On Sunday, he led all New York receivers with 44% target shares and 9 targets. So... Galloway's not going to be out there, probably. Tony's not going to be out there. Shepard's not going to be out there. So he's going to have some nice opportunities against the uh, the Kansas City defense. So I would put him in. 
And then finally, let's see, my other one that I would think about putting in. Maybe. All right. It will be Randall Cobb of Green Bay. Again, another one for Green Bay because Adams is not there and Rodgers is going to share the ball. <laughs> Cobb is the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted in Green Bay as part of his new contract. Remember that. And he could be the guy he looks to on Thursday since he doesn't have Adams. Um, but he could be a, he could also be in for a sneaky play on Thursday. You know, their their uh, offensive coordinator is creative, unlike others. But he can definitely be a target for Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers is going to need other targets um, without Adams there. So I would definitely pick him up. Tight ends. Mm. I just picked him up. I can't pronounce his name, but I just actually picked him up on my team. He's on Cincinnati. CJ Uzma. U-Z-O-M-A-H. I suck at last names. I'm so sorry. But. He already has two. So already has five touchdowns. On the season so far. It seems Burrow looks to him in big moments. So I have Burrow too. I got Burrow. I got Chase. Now I picked up CJ. Um. I would definitely think about having him. And then Mo Alley Cox from Indiana. Um, he, well, he, had, he got his fourth touchdown on Sunday. So he's also established himself as one of Carson's favorite red zone targets. I would pick him up. Um, and that's basically it. So there you go. That's, that's for the offense. Defense, I don't even do defense really. Like in one of my fantasy leagues, I have just defense, so we have the whole team. In the other league, they decided to put, like, position people for defense. So, and I can just tell you, I never even look at those guys. <laughs> I, I win mostly despite that. Um, um, what was I going to say? Okay, oh, cheerleading. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Anyhow, practice. I have my cheerleading girls messaging me at the same time. Um, anyway. So that's, that's pretty much your fantasy stuff. It's, it's going to be an interesting week. So who do we have... Let's look at, um, well, I mean, we could look at last night's game, but I told you, like, last night's game was, like, the most boring game. It was just boring. Boring. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So, we have Geno Smith. We'll just talk about him for a minute. He didn't have any interceptions. He did throw for one touchdown. He had he was twelve of twenty-two. He had one hundred sixty-seven yards. Okay. 
of course, uh, Metcalf got the touchdown. Um, and then you had Winston. Winston almost had the same exact numbers. Uh, Winston was 19 for 35, threw for 222 yards and one touchdown. No interceptions. Of course, I have uh, Kamara as my running back. Um, he went only, he did, he had 20 carries for 51 yards. So that's all I got. Thank you. But he did get a touchdown as a receiver. <laughs> he had more receiving yards than rushing yards. So he had, um, 128 yards, one touchdown, 10 receptions. But that, you can see that, like, they're using his skill. His skill level is not just rushing, it's also receiving. Kind of like what, like, Carolina Panthers are missing without McCaffrey in. Because McCaffrey's always hurt. Um, okay, so let's see week eight. Okay, so it starts Thursday with the Packers versus the Cardinals. The Panthers face the Falcons. The Titans face the Colts. The Dolphins are at the Bills. Bengals are at the Jets. Steelers are at the Browns. Then you have the Eagles versus the Lions. The Rams versus the Texans. The 49ers at the Bears. The Patriots at the Chargers. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Seattle Seahawks. Bucks versus Saints. Washington versus Broncos, Cowboys versus Vikings Sunday night football, and next Monday night will be the Giants and the Chiefs. So there you go. Giants and the Chiefs. Um, so let me guess, because the Giants are playing Monday night, I'm probably going to watch the Buccaneers and Saints because that has to be on TV. Um, unless they put the Patriots and the Chargers, Patriots versus the Chargers on. I don't know. But we can look up that. Let's look up TV. TV schedule. Here we go. Week 8. Okay. Okay. So, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, what's Thursday? Sunday. So, alright, so CBS has... The Jets, the Colts game, the okay at one. Fox has the Texans, the Panthers, the 49ers, the Eagles. Mhm. Mm CBS has the mhm mm the Patriots. Yeah. Fox has that game. Fox has that game. NBC has the night game. Alright, well, well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with the TV games, because I hate sometimes how they don't show certain games here in New York. It's crazy. Um, but I have apps and stuff, so I'll just have to throw the apps on. Fun, fun, fun. Fun. Okay. So now let's go into my comment section. Oh, shall we? Oh, it's just so much fun reading these things. I have deleted some of them, though. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, see... Okay, so here's this guy, Kyler22, okay, who wants Deshaun Watson. And I told him, 
and I told him what I said in the beginning of the show about how the offensive line is more important than the quarterback. And he has to go, Sam Donald is not a good quarterback. You aren't making a Super Bowl run with him ever. Watson is way more talented and capable of winning a Super Bowl. He actually made the playoffs and won playoff games before Donald hasn't. Yes. Um, okay, so now you're going to hear me live reply back to him. Okay, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, hold on. First off, do you know the team that drafted Donald? Question mark. It was the Jets. Have, the Jets haven't made the playoffs since 2010. 2011. When is he? When was he going to make the playoffs with the Jets? Seriously. Period. Oh, mm-hmm. I have to go back now and fix that because you know the, the stupid microphone. Jets. Um, Jets. Okay, yes, the Jets haven't made the playoffs. Wait, when was he going to make the pl- make the playoffs with the Jets? Um, the Jets haven't made, okay, yes, it was the Jets. Here, here we are. The Jets haven't made the playoffs since 2011. Actually, that's right, because we went back-to-back AFC championship games from 2010 and 2011. Watson is one and two in the playoffs. Um, he's one and two in the playoffs. Bum, bum, bum. And here's what I'm saying, because I wrote this down already, because I knew this guy. So, Watson is one and two in the playoffs. In 2018, he had he was 11 and five. The team was 11 and five with a record. The Texans lost the wild card round of the playoffs to Indianapolis. He Watson was 29 of 49 with one TD and one interception with a stacked team. When has Sam Darnold ever had a stacked team? Question mark. Period. And did you not read what I wrote about how important the offensive line is? Compared to the quarterback? Question mark. Okay, here's my thing. So that's one of them. Bum bum bum. Okay, I'll have a different comment altogether, but let me see if I can find any. Um. Um. Oh, so now I have to look up this. So then this guy continues, his name is Will Nichols, um, to tell me that PJ Walker did better and got better um, fantasy points than Sam Darnold did, we have to about fantasy, than Sam Darnold did before he was pulled. So here's the line. I said, no, he didn't. Walker was three for 14 with 33 yards. Donald was 16 for 25 with 111 yards. Face it, you're just a Sam hater. This is what I have to do with. On a daily basis. And at first, this other guy makes up 
um, I haven't heard back from this guy, um, where I said, he said that, um, Watson's better, and I said, no, he's not, and he goes, uh, he goes, no, it's not Snowflake, yes, because calling me names is gonna get your point across, it just shows that you couldn't stand the fact that my point actually made a point, and that I wasn't some blonde chick that doesn't know shit, that's basically what I get, um, blah, 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 um, oh, there's this guy, this guy is just a hater, I delete him, um, this is another one, um, that I have to just get rid of, goodbye, he's another one, um, dun 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 dun, and then someone, yes, someone telling me to shut up, right, because that's really gonna get your point across, um, yes, oh, this is the guy I can't, no, goodbye. I just can't see him. Oh, then somebody says, Daniel Jones owns the Panthers. Put that on a podcast. And I actually said to him, my reply to him was, well, that play that he made was awesome. Okay. He doesn't own the Panthers. Come on, he, this is, you know, no, he doesn't own the Panthers. But he did play pretty, pretty damn well. But yeah, so, I mean, this is what I have to deal with, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, people, and it's mostly men, who can't stand the fact that I know what I'm talking about. Because you just heard my response to this guy telling me that Watson's better and that we need a better quarterback and the quarterback, it's the quarterback, it's the quarterback, it's the quarterback's problem, it's the quarterback's fault. Uh, no. The quarterback, the offensive line of a team is the most important part of, of the team for you on the, on the offense. It's not the one receiver, it's not the running back. Yes, those are important and it's good to have elite ones. At least one of one of two is elite, either the running back or the wide receiver. But no matter how much talent the quarterback has, he can't do shit if he doesn't if he's not protected. Hello, knock knock. Um, what was I gonna say? I forgot now. <laughs> oh, so let me just quickly just go into some social media shit. Because, you know, Facebook and Instagram, they they love to drive us all crazy. Literally, us marketers, we hate them. Because, you know, like, Mark Zuckerberg cares more about making money. We all know that. I mean, it's obvious. So then he, then he blames Apple why Facebook's not doing well anymore. Because people don't want to go to Apple, Facebook anymore. People don't want to use Facebook anymore for business-wise because they're not getting reach. Well, maybe if you left the fucking business pages alone, dweeb. Maybe if, if you did that, okay? Oh, my God, he's such a dweeb. He has no clue about his platform. No clue how it works. And maybe if you actually had people on the other side actually reviewing things and not bots, look, just looking for keywords, your platform would be a lot better. Just saying. Just saying. Maybe you shouldn't be so concerned about my podcast and saying that it was spam because I posted it like three times on my page. On my page. And they took it off three times. And they said, oh, this was removed for spam. I go because I use a bit.ly link because um, I like to measure how many times that link is clicked. That's why you use a bit.ly link, by the way. You can measure, it's, it's for measurement's sake. I said, not all the bit.ly links are spam, you dweeb. Yes, I will call him a dweeb. Um, and that's me putting it nicely. Um, number one. Number two. 
I think I have more fish to fry than worrying about my podcast. Number three. Number three, you, you say you care about content creators, but yet not all content creators have the same tools to make money on Instagram. So like, and, and reach is a very big problem right now on Facebook. So Instagram. So I said it a couple weeks ago that Instagram told everybody, I think it was like a month ago, actually. They told everybody to use between seven and 15 hashtags. And you don't you won't put in the comments anymore and blah blah blah. Now they just changed it again. So here's the do's. Do use hashtags that are relevant to the theme of your content. Do check which hashtags your fans already use and follow. Do mix well-known and niche or niche or niche hashtags to broaden discoverability. Do use specific hashtags so your fans can easily search for your content. You can cre even create your own. Now they want us to create our own hashtags. Are they kidding? And here's the number now. Three to five. Uh, I I'm hallucinating. Uh, what? Three to five. Okay. Oh, my God. Hashtag don'ts. Don't use hashtags that have nothing to do with your content. Don't use over-genetic hashtags. It will make it harder for people to discover your content due to the volume of other people using the hashtags. Don't use too many. Adding 10 to 20 hashtags will not help you get additional distribution. You, your, your content will not be distributed if you use over 30 hashtags. Keep things to keep in mind. The content itself and the way people interact with it can affect the um, distribution of your content more than a hashtag. Think of a hashtag as a tool that provides context about your post and supports delivering content to people who are interested in a particular topic. Do they even know what the hell they're talking about? So, for example, I just did this on Instagram on my coffee page. Okay, so let's go back on my coffee page. Dum -bum -bum. Live, here we are. Okay, and I did a reel. And in the reel, I put, let's see, one, two, three, four. I put five. Okay. Five hashtags. Three to five, they said, right? Five. It's not doing that well. I almost feel like taking it down and then reposting it. Which actually, I think that's what I'm going to do. So now I'm going to delete. I'm going to repost it and see what happens now. Because usually on this one, I get like over a thousand, I get over a thousand people looking at my stuff. I have gotten 10,000 um, views on a couple of my coffee um, posts, but hello. But yes, oh, yes, sure. This is going to really help. Um, it's really going to help businesses. So I'm going to try posting it now. I'm literally not going to put any hashtags. I am not going to put a hashtag in the reel. None. I'm going to do a reel, same reel, you know, same music, same reel, you know, coffee's a great idea. Great ideas come from coffee, whatever I just wrote, right? I'm going to see how that goes. So this is what, this is what I do every single day for people that want inside scoop. I test things out all day long. All day long on social media. I'm literally on social media at like 60 hours a week. I think right now it's up to 75 hours a week because I got to do so much other stuff. But 
it's hard when Instagram and the CEO tells you, okay, 7 to 15 hashtags now. And then a month later, it goes, oh, whoops, no, we're changing it now. It's 3 to 5. 3 to 5. And it's, it's not the, it's not the um, hashtag that's going to get you noticed. Well, then why the hell am I going to bother using it? Why bother using a hashtag if it's not going to help? It's the content and people interacting with it. So, you know, do you specific hashtags for your fans can easily find your content? I think I'm just going to use just brew it. That's it. That'll be the only hashtag I'm going to use. I'll use one hashtag in the whole entire thing and we'll see what happens. So, yep, back at it right now. Fun, fun, fun. So, anyhow, so no Sassy Show tomorrow. <laughs> Excuse me. Usually I do it on Wednesday afternoon. Nope, no time. Um, no time tomorrow. I have other things um, brewing <laughs> besides coffee um, for tomorrow. Um, but I will do on my last, my last free edition of the Recordings of a Fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. It will be this Friday. That's the last freebie, and then if you want it, you're going to have to pay for it. And I'm going to have some really good stuff on that. Um, and then I have a couple um, uh, podcast teasers coming up, too. So, working on some cool stuff. So, thank you to all that listen. Have a good rest of your day. If you're in New York or New Jersey and it's raining like hell. Right now, it's literally raining like cats and dogs. And it's been for, like, since, like, 10 o'clock last night. Um, drive safely. Do not drive in puddles that look like little puddles. And then they become, like, you know, rivers. You know. Have a good rest of the day. <laughs>